This is the Monate Fela podcast from your Ultimate Campus Radio, Corp C. Yeah, with the Hillbrow on your Ultimate Campus Radio. Actually, Hans Katkodal, but a little bit of a remix. And the reason we're playing the remix for you is because one of the creators of the remix, can we call it a remix? Cover version. Uh, Frank Freeman joining us in studio here this morning. How are you doing, Frank? <laughs> oh, good on yourself. All the way man. back we from can Cape Town. an arrangement. Oh, how very formal of you. Frank, coming through to the Freistadt uh, Freifius and, uh, you know, back in your old stomping grounds of Bloemfontein. Oh, back in the 051, yeah. Back in the 051. How are things in Cape Town? How's the scene looking there? Cool, man. Things have been busy. I've mm. uh, been busy. I'm glad to, to bring a couple of guys this side for a few for a few run of shows mm. um, next week during the festival. Um, but yeah, I can't complain, man. Things, things are busy. Fantastic. And your mane as majestic as ever. Frank Freeman joining <laughs> us here. trimmed. Oh, oh. I wouldn't have even noticed. Um, and you took up boxing. Yes. Yeah, get the so personal stuff out the way. So you're actually looking good. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I yeah, know. I still... I still... still Enjoy a little bit of a rumble every now and then, mm. but yeah, no, I train. I train the boxing. It became quite a quite a passion of mine, man. Um, first got into the sport, and then I don't know. I'm a little bit like a kid in that way. You know, the sport if got I start into getting you. into something, I want to go try it. Um, not always advisable with boxing, but it turned out I was not too bad. So I've had a couple of fights, and it's gone well. But. You know, I'm not going to go to the Olympics anytime soon. No, I would understand that. So <laughs> let's let's listen. I mean, you talk. You, you came here not to bring just one, but two shows. Yes. And we're going to start by Ed Kreef because, um, well, one thing you, we just played Hillbrow, mm-hmm. uh, one of the great Jonas Carroll tracks, uh, and I'm offended by it because I once lived in Hillbrow, you didn't, so I feel like you're appropriating my culture. <laughs> Well, how appropriate of you to be talking about appropriating. Exactly. Um, What's, what compelled you to like say, okay, cool, here's this, like, he's, he's deceased, he's one of the great South African artists, I want to do a full arrangement of one of his albums? Well, I mean, I've been on a mission of late to, to do something in Afrikaans, which is obviously my home language, um, that is... That is fresh, you know. Um, it's like, and a project like this, in my opinion, taking the whole Yet Kreef album by Johannes Kerkel and the Gerrit Vermeer, the blues band, it was released in 89. Yeah. Um, and now we're 30 years down the line. And the content is still so relevant. Um, and I went and, you know, listened to a bunch of Kerkel stuff and... What, what kind of piqued my interest is like oh, it was actually really quite modern and hip mm. for its time in 89 um, and the kind of goal with this project is to take that album out of 89 because the content is still so relevant Yeah, just put it in a little bit of a mu- mo- uh, musical context reinterpret it and I mean I immediately thought of Laura Liebenberg who a lot of people know mm. from Aching and you know all the, like, the songs he's done with Francis von Koch and whoever else. I mean, yeah, the guy has the perfect voice um, for it. Hmm. And I remember I was on my way to a gig with <coughs> with Arno Carstens. Watch, watch Frank just name drop here. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, well, he was actually the one. Uh, when I wouldn't just name name drop him without a reason. Um, uh, and I told him I have an idea to put, to do a Cargill show. Um, you know, but I hadn't gone further than that he was like well what about you do the whole Yet Kreef album uh, and then I went home I thought oh that could be cool make it a whole concept show with mm. the album and kind of try to bridge like a generational gap you know because mm. there's going to be older people that really want to see this and there'll be younger people who really want to see this as well you know? so, absolutely so many of my friends when I posted his Facebook everyone was like oh my word this is so cool and, and also um, it's a significant year for the album 
Yeah, I mean, it's 30 years, it's 30 years old. Yeah. Um, so, so, I mean, it felt like the time was right. Yeah. Um, so now now we're doing it. It's debuting here at the Freestyle Arts Festival on Monday and Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Monday night is going to be the big one at uh, the Kopenong Auditorium, Kusikark. Yes. And... Tuesday we're doing a smaller one, uh, like an extra one at, uh, at Oswald Club, which is yeah. also going to be cool. That is um, going to be cool. Um, Oswald Club is the perfect place for such a thing. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, initially we were looking at just doing the Kofsi Kofsi Auditorium, yeah. you know, just doing the bigger one. Uh, but then we thought, well, let's add extra one as well. Why not? Yeah. Well, it's interesting to me because I mean, obviously the Gereformeerde, you must Gereformeerde, Gereformeerde, Afrika. Sorry, het bier van tweede taal gekregen. The Gereformeerde part of the name of the band is a play on the NK Cat, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. it's an yeah, interesting the, the album venue. itself is kind of satirical yeah. in yeah. a lot of ways, politically and otherwise. I mean, um, it's it's kind of. Reminding a lot of people, maybe a lot of younger people, older people will yeah. know, but uh, about the history of alternative Afrikaans music, you know, that there is a history um, of alternative Afrikaans music. Yeah. Um, and also that there's a future for it, I think. Absolutely. Um, you know, so. I mean, when you when you consider and you characterize your, your arrangement, mm-hmm. obviously you have to think about who you're going to bring on board. So yeah. how do you go about putting together the team? Well, firstly, um, when I when I, when I got the idea, I first thought of thought of Ladu. Yeah. Um, and then um, then I found like gave my a call to my longtime friend slash colleague Etienne van Rooyen, yeah. um, who you also know very well. He was your sax teacher. <laughs> um, and I found him with the idea because I wanted to get him on board. Uh, me and him have been planning to do a show for yeah. a long time, you know, threatening and then not happening, whatever. And I told him, "Listen, I have this idea, uh, but this is going to happen. I'm going to push it, yeah. and you know, we're going to go through with this." Um, I have Laudu. I spoke to him. He's keen to do it. Um, and then Ethan was like, "All right, well, you know, because I wanted to get him on board with mm. you know some of the arrangements and rearranging the stuff here. I wanted to get a partner on board. So those are the first three people that I got onto on, on board. Etienne, yeah. well, first two people apart from myself, Etienne and uh, Laudu. And don't discount yourself. I think you're an important part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I kind of included myself there. <laughs> yeah. um, but so those are the first two guys that I brought on board. And then when I thought of who's who's going to be doing the bass playing duties mm. I thought who else uh, would be more appropriate than Skok van Amerva who, uh, who also plays for Karin Zoid yeah. and happens to have a, a, a doctor's degree in uh, you know he, he did his he did his doctor's degree with the history of Afrikaans music yeah. as his topic he's released a book on the subject um, so he'd be really into a project like this as well and I was right and then I got Sheldon Yoko on drums who plays Franz from Coke Devils and Tusties I've worked with him in a bunch of different projects um, and I mean he's a great player um, oh. perfect for the gig the only English guy in the band but you know no, we, why we, not? we, I mean, we, we yeah. diversify yeah <laughs> Uh, as uh, as the Kerkurl, I mean, we heard uh, we heard your interpretation of Hillbrow. Yeah. Going to do something else that's very special. One of my favorite uh, tracks off the album, and looking forward to your interpretation of it on Monday and Tuesday. Uh, one of these. Fiona's cat coral and die gereformde gereformeerde gereformeerde blues band is uh, teaching me some Afrikaans something my uh, like Dutch reform gereformeerde yes yes um, yeah. 
otherwise known as uh, what? In here? Um, yeah. Well, no. yeah. No. Is it? Yes. Yeah. In here is yeah, Dutch reform. Yeah. And then what about the Gereformeerde the Kerk? Gereformeerde is just kind of part of the word. Oh, I see. Um, yeah. Okay, well, is like reformed. well, we're not going to get in too much into you know, Afrikaans <laughs> religious studies here, but what I do want to get into is your, your rationale. You know, you said you did this uh, because it's an ode to one of the great uh, South African Afrikaans artists. Do you want to tell us a little bit about the song we just heard? Um, set it up. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, as I mentioned earlier, the album was... Well, it actually got banned by the SABC and a bunch of public mm. broadcasting, you know, broadcasters or whatever um, during the time it was re- released. In yeah, so I mean, that's that tells you enough about some of the political satire yeah. that they kind of had throughout the album. It is quite a theme. You, you'll also find themes on the album, a lot of uh, militaristic kind yeah. of themes. Um, you know, so you can hear it's kind of the last guys that went to the border war and so on. Um, you know, that. That's the generation yeah. they're part of. The reason um, I'm asking, Frank, is because you know you've got a lot of people who will walk past, listen to like the song that mm-hmm. uh, have heard it now uh, for the first time, probably, and they'll think, "Ugh, an Afrikaans song playing on Coffee FM." They're trying to take over the station again, not really understanding like what the political value of mm-hmm. the song is, because probably just don't understand what "sit it off" means. Yeah, yeah. And well, it, I mean, as far as I remember, "sit it off" was turn the TV off because we don't want to hear PW Boerta speaking anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely that's definitely part of the. The message of the song. I mean, that's yeah. why it got banned when it uh, when it got released. You know, so I mean, this was Caracol was kind of a central piece of a full frame movement, mm. which was an anti anti government like movement and music tour. But of course, guys uh, like Kuz Kumbais and Valiant Swart and all those guys being. But importantly, all within the Afrikaans context. Within the Afrikaans context, yes, yeah. yeah, it was like an alternative Afrikaans movement. So, um, you know. Uh, without getting too political, yeah. um, it definitely has, you know, that attached to it, and that yeah. message attached to it. That you know, it's alternative Afrikaans. Um, yeah, I mean, so set it off is exactly is exactly what it says. You know, it's about wanting to put off your TV screen, seeing all the stuff they they, they kind of forced you to see. You so know? what happens now? Like you you playing this gig? Um, you've got yep. a whole lot of people doing it with you. Do you have any ambitions for it? Uh, is it something you want to tour with later? Yes, most definitely. This is just a debut. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in the process of confirming some dates for Stellenbosch and the Northern Suburbs of Cape Town, and then I definitely want to take it up to Pretoria and who knows, maybe even some coastal shows over the uh, over the holidays in December. Um, oh, so this is so, a long-term project. So then. this is a concert tour, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Yes. No, it's. We're definitely planning on, on, on doing it in a couple of places, yeah. And as a concept, like, what's the reception been to it? Um, the reception has been great. I mean, when we put out the the, the video that we did of uh, of the live recording of Hillbrow, yeah, um, the the reception was great. I mean, it got picked up across the country. Mm. You know, it's been in the build, the burger, Volksblatt. Um, Media 24 it's been picked up in so many places and people's personal reactions to it um, you know some people has even gone as far as to say it's like a, you know Jeff Buckley's version of Hallelujah wow uh, this is like the Hillbrow version of that um, you know and I wouldn't go so far to to, to, to say something that I've done as, is on that level but um, just shows that it's I think it's it's hitting a spot you know? yeah um, and I think People, people want to see something like this. Mm. Um, it's fresh. Um, it's not 
silky trefish or anything like that. It, it's something that's got attitude, um, but with with the right sentiment, I think. Let me ask you why you think, uh, or maybe if you if you don't even share the sentiment or observation of mine, but uh, let's see what you think. Why do you think that from an outsider's perspective, everyone sees like Afrikaner culture for just having, you know, soki trefers, a bit of doof doof music, but this aspect of it, this sort of rebellious uh, alternative aspect is never really seen by the outside world? Um... I mean, I think it has been seen. Yeah. I mean, there are bands like Fogof Polisikar out there and stuff like that. You know, they weren't the first. But, yeah. You know, before them, it was these guys, Full Fry and uh, the whole Full Fry and Johannes Karkul and so on. But, you know, in my opinion, generali- generalizations are always earned um, to an extent. Yeah. You know, if you're somebody's Afrikaans and you assume that they listen to Soki Trefish, you can't really be angry at them because I guess most people do. Mm. Um, and that counts for the same things of people of all backgrounds or you know, whatever your, yeah. uh, your your culture is um, but you know it would be it would be ignorant to uh, to look past and think that everybody uh, you know is subscribes or enjoys that um, you know and also I'm not saying what's right or what's wrong or what you should enjoy and what sure. you shouldn't um, but I'm definitely trying to to make it known mm. that there are a lot of people that uh, are into Afrikaans music and Alternative Afrikaans music and alternative Afrikaans culture, you know. Um, so well, I think I think it's worth. I think a lot of those a lot people more are people into it than people think. Yeah, a lot of those people are here in Bloemfontein. Yeah. So if they want to come and join and check it out, remind us again when and where. First of July. Um, that's Monday. Yeah. Kopenhagen um, Auditorium, Kofsikerk, seven thirty. Uh, tickets are on Compute Ticket. Um, and there'll be tickets available at the door as well but yeah. I would suggest getting them beforehand uh, and then the next day Tuesday 2nd of July Arsenal Club um, we're doing it again smaller show uh, but that's going to be cool as well same price tickets also compete tickets at the door um, so yeah those, those are the dates for those two shows my, first, my first two looking forward uh, to having uh, Frank Freeman do that that's uh, Frank Freeman telling us about his whole vibe doing the Yet Kreef album from Johannes Katkarol and his band uh, that's going to take place at the Freyfies early next week don't go anywhere because Frank Freeman's sticking around telling us about his second project also debuting here at the Fre- debuting uh, yeah I guess you can say so yeah featuring here at the Freyfies on your Ultimate Campus Radio. Frank Freeman there with Hurie May on your Ultimate Campus Radio. <laughs> Frank telling us a little bit about Muratal. We got uh, caught a little bit uh, speaking off air, but uh, it's always good to be able to engage with Frank on the awesome things that he's doing. So Frank... Muratong. Yes. Yeah, that's your next project. The project where you are doing what? Um, well, it's pretty much my solo, uh, my solo show that mm. I'm taking to to some arts festivals and stuff as well. Um, this consists of original music that I've written predominantly. Um, you know, two or three new versions of of existing um, Afrikaans music, but it's called Muratong. Because, as I said earlier, I'm, I'm on a mission to, to kind of make my contribution to, to my culture, which, which is Afrikaans. Yeah. You know, that's that's the, the home language that I grew up in. Um, so, it's a bunch of original new Afrikaans music that I wrote. Um, 
I'm using the same band pretty much uh, that's playing from uh, on, on the Yet Creative shows, which is a kick ass band. Yeah. Um, it really is. Yeah, yeah, you know, so we're going to have some fun. We're going to have some fun. You Tell know? me, so what kind music yeah. with, with some balls, with some attitude, man? What does Hurie May mean? Um, well, what, what does the song me? mean? Yeah. Um, it, the song kind of has a reference to. It's pretty much about acknowledging that what you feel in the moment is not always correct. You know, perspective always comes later. Um, but that's that's in general the theme of the song. You know, is can you hear me? In terms of can you really hear me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you understand? Like you know how this is going to fold out, or are you just thinking in the moment, which is not always what you feel in the moment is not always correct. In, sure. uh, in you know. Perspective. Um, so, in short, that's what it's about. I realize that is a little bit of a vague explanation, but no, you're going to have to dig a little bit deeper if you want more details yeah. in it. But yeah, so it's um, it's it's curious to me because a, a lot of people like that would make a success in the music industry as you have would rarely. I wouldn't say backpedal, but would really about face and then think, well, you know, I've been doing all this English music for a while, uh, but I actually want to go back and do something in Afrikaans, which is totally not what my fans, my my following is used to. Yeah, I mean, when I did it, there were a bunch of people who were surprised, mm. you know. The first thing I think that people think uh, when you do that is they think, oh, he's going for the money. Yeah. Um, you know, because there's, there's there's a very loyal following of Afrikaans music, you know. Um, yeah, but you're not... Uh, but... You're not but, but, pulling but a dirt and flues, salt and pepper. I'm not doing dirt in front of Estas or anything. Um, <laughs> Sexy for my... No, please yeah, don't. Um, but... <laughs> you know, I'm not going that far. But... So, I mean... I've been working with a bunch of guys... You know, I've been working with Honor Carstens, playing playing guitar for him for the past five years. Every now and then, Francia von Coke and, and you know, Honor did an Afrikaans album, and we've been touring that. And obviously, Francia has Afrikaans stuff. And you know, so I've been kind of involved with all these things, yeah. and it kind of felt like I've always wanted to do something cool in Afrikaans, you know, and write something cool in Afrikaans. Um, it kind of felt like. Well, the time is now. Yeah. You know, it's not to say I won't do anything in English in the future, it's, but I, like I'm on a little bit of a mission to to make a contribution. You know, it's like when I first moved to Cape Town, what seven, almost eight years ago. Um, I didn't want to do anything that I knew. Where, you know, like I wanted to do something different than where I came from. Yeah. You know, I wanted to go out of Bloemfontein and I wanted to go do some different stuff. So that's what I did. And then after uh, after an amount of time in, in in Cape Town, I kind of gained a little bit of perspective. You know of of where I come from, um, and I wanted I wanted to revisit that. You know, um, it's like when you when you move outside of Bloom, you realize that um, you gain a pers- there's a perspective that people have here that nobody else shares mm. in the rest of the country, and uh, I started appreciating that more. Not that I ever hated on Bloom, never. You know, people I'm always the first to represent Bloom. And, yeah. You know, come up for Bloemfontein and you know, in conversations, um, I'm proud of where I come from. Like a naval but, hill, but hey, Palisir, you know, that's 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 where I come from. Man, um, I feel like Naval Hill should be the title of one of your tracks. <laughs> well, I reference Heidedal in one song. Um, well, so did JR in that uh, "Make the Circle Bigger" song. Oh, really? Yeah, you're you're in good company. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I do. I, I, I do reference uh, Heidedal in one song and Waverly actually. Oh, very the good. The lyric though. goes, 
Die honger maak die mense mal van die fancy folks in Waverly tot die shacks in Heidendal. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> oh, way to uh, um, I'm going to move out of Waverly now. Way to expose my my guilt. <laughs> Frank, so yeah. so yeah, I mean that's I even forgot what the question was. I mean, rambling on the, so long, but, um, but yeah. tell me, like, oof, I, I don't know where to actually start with this. So, Murdertong, obviously Afrikaans project. Yes, um, my original stuff. Yeah, your original stuff, and uh, I haven't heard like much of your original stuff for two or three years. Mm. So this is now you coming back with some original stuff, just in a totally different context. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I released that uh, one single in the last of the one you just played yeah. with him, mate. There's another one that I did recorded in that same session, actually. Um, that I've been sitting on for a long time, um, um, but it's going to be released Bust. pretty soon. I've been sitting on it just because this Yet Creative thing came up, and this came up, and that came up, so I decided to hold back the release of it, first work on this thing, and then we, we, we're going to rebuild it again, because um, I have a few new ideas that I want to do with it. You know, I want to go a little bit more edgy with it, a little bit more, a little bit more rock and roll, a little bit more attitude. Um, so it's, 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 it's heading in that direction. Um, so it's who, going to be cool. Who do you think your show is going to appeal to this Murutong project? Um, well, I'm hoping I'm hoping that it appeals to young people. Um, but when I say young people, I mean all the way up to 35. Yeah, that's young. Thank you, thank you, Frank. Uh, 35, 40. Man, well, I don't really care if you're 17. You want yeah. to come? Um, it's really out there for whoever is interested in something fresh in Afrikaans. You know? Yeah, that's that's the whole goal. You know. Well, like my target market, if you want to put it that way, is somebody that, you know, doesn't like um, the doof doof, the doof doof Afrikaans pop music, um, but also necessarily doesn't want to listen to uh, Jack Barrow the whole time. Yeah. You know, um, just I'm not trying to shock anyone. Mm. Um, maybe I will in the future. Who knows? But you know, I'm not trying to shock anyone. Uh, I'm just trying to. Do something cool, you know, something that's worth doing. It does. Um, and, if you, and if you're going to write doing. a lyric, and if you're going to say something, um, and put effort, you know, somebody, and you want people to listen to it, then you might as well say something that matters, you know. Mm. So that's what I'm trying. You know, I, I'm not trying to start a revolution or, you know, not pulling a Tracy Chapman. Um, but I'm just, I'm just trying to write some good Afrikaans music and. Uh, well, if we're and, ama- and, and you're amazed, anything to yeah. go by, then awesome. Looking, yeah. looking forward to it. So, seeing as we're looking forward to it, when can we expect to see Murutong? All right, that's next week, the 3rd and 4th of July. That's Wednesday and Thursday. I'm um, doing two shows at the Arsenal Club. Um, so, that's where that run's going to be. And yeah. it's going to be cool, man. I mean, I'm bringing the same band, Skog from Avon Bass, Sheldon Yoko on drums. Edin Farouane on keys and actually Nicole Mitchell on backing vocals as well oh fantastic another um, homebred yeah yeah she's been staying in Cape Town I've yeah. been roping in on a few projects she's actually gonna do some of the creative stuff with us as well but um, yeah so I'm roping her in for it you know she has a beautiful voice it's always good to have a female voice yeah. in the mix um, so that's gonna be that's going to be happening and it's going to be cool man people should come check it out awesome stuff thank you very much for joining us Frank Freeman don't go anywhere I'm going to play a game with you when we come back um, and (laughs) we're going to have a lot of fun with that so when we come back Frank Freeman will join us again to play a little game here on your Ultimate Campus Radio in the meantime what we love to do bring you that good music on the Manate Fela Breakfast Mm -hmm.
waves on your ultimate campus radio. It's the Monate Fela Breakfast. That's some um, Normandy coming your way here for us on 97.0. Also on 97.0, the one and only Frank Freeman ready to play Blockslet Rocket with us. Oh, well, we'll see about that. <laughs> for those of you just new to the show, Blockslet Rocket, I'm going to give Frank 10 South African artists one at a time, see if he can uh, sing a lyric from any one of their songs. <laughs> <laughs> how how mean do you think I can be on this one, Frank? Oh well, I have no idea. Uh, I, I think I have let's no idea. let's uh, let's start you easy. Let's go, Desmond and the Tutus. I'm getting a tattoo. Finkelsteins. Good life, good life, good life, good wow. life, good life. Dirty skirts. Oh, you got me. How about uh, we're gonna Scully Patrolli? Scully Patrolli is that a band or is that a song? That's a band. Goodness me, I've never heard of them. Batterij Niecha. Batterij Niecha. I know Batterij Niecha, but lyrics, no. Uh, Springback Nude Girls. Okay. That yeah. is little blue eyes come for you, yeah. Where's the, where's the song? Wait, oh, do you want me to sing? Yeah, yeah that's the point. That is little blue eyes will come for you. <laughs> How about that? Oh, fantastic. Uh, just Ginger. Uh, that's not what he means. Well, you're doing surprisingly well. Cutting Jade. Ten seconds from a nervous breakdown Ten seconds from losing my mind <laughs> uh, Newtown Knife Gang Oh no, you're going to get me I know the band, I've seen them live But I don't know the lyrics Oh, go back to Cape Town, The Dolphins The Dolphins, yo, do they even still play? Nope um, No, I'm not going to be able to get that one Kalahari Surfers Kalahari Surfers well, Hold on Like uh, Kalahari Surfers Where do they come from again Aren't they from back in the day Way back in the day Yes 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 Wasn't this like James Phillips Bernoulli's Niemann type of mm-hmm. hero guys huh? I know about them But Lyrics I'm not going to get I can do Bernoulli's Niemann you know, but well, well, National Wake National Wake Is that a band Yeah Another All right. Well, um, do the do the Bernoldus Niemann for us. Bernoldus Niemann. Yeah. Well, he did a song called Snow City. Uh, oh, fantastic! A, refer- a reference to Pretoria. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's heard it, but like my snore is mere nodig as a chore in Pretoria. Good times here yeah, with Frank Freeman on your Ultimate Canvas Radio. Frank, thank you so much for joining us on the Monate Fela Breakfast. Pleasure, Looking for forward me. to your two different shows uh, happening over the next week at Freyfius. Thank you, man. Looking forward that to That was the Monate Fela podcast. Stay tuned for more things. <laughs> All the girls say I'm pretty fly. Oh, what?